The Medrash Rabbah, at the beginning of this week's parasha, says, Ve'ela ha-mishpatim, David Amar, Yiras Hashem Tahora Omedes La'ad. Mahu, what does this mean? Kach atamotze, Adam shona midrash halachos ha-gavos. A person sits and learns a lot. Vim einbo yiras chetz, if the person has no fear of God, then they have nothing. It's like a person who says to his friend, I have thousands of measures of grain, of wine, and oil. Do you have storehouses in which to put it? If you have storehouses in which to put your grain and your oil, your barrels of oil and wine, then it's all yours. But if you don't have storehouses to put it in, you have nothing. person learns ganshas. You have your aschet, your shanayim, then you have everything. Shenemar haya emunas itecha chosen ishuos chachmas vadas yiras Hashem he otsara. As the Gemara in Shabbos in Perak Banavadikin tells us, haya emunas itecha chosen ishuos chachmas vadas emuna is seder zrayim itecha seder loed. Chosen is Seder Nashim, Yeshua is Seder Nazikim, Chachmas is Seder Kachim, and Da'as is Seder Taras. But Yiras Hashem he Otsarab. The Kach Nemar Yiras Hashem Tahora. And then the Medrash concludes, the Hanavi Saveach, Sion Bimishpat Tipadeh, Vishaveha Bitzdaka. The Pasuk at the end of Torah of Chazon, that Zion will be redeemed through justice, and those who return to it, Bitztaka, which means not charity, but also means justice, it means Tzedek. This Medrash, until you get to the last line, would seem to reflect a well known principle which is articulated in the Gemara Yoma by Rava regarding a Pasuk in next week's Pasha. The Torah next week parasha will describe the construction of the Aron Habris, the Ark of the Covenant, in which the Torah says that Sipisa Oso Zahav Tahar You shall cover it with gold inside and outside. Amarava Kol Pamuchacham She'in Tocho Kivara any person who aspires to be a Tamachacham, whose inside, whose private behavior doesn't correspond to his external show of piety, is not a Tamachacham. This is in the same vein as the Gemara and Brachos on Rabbi Yochanan Menzaka's deathbed. His Talmidim asked him for a Bracha. Amrullah Rabbeinu Barcheinu. Amar Lahem, he said to them, 
you should have fear of heaven like you have fear of people. Amulo Talmidav Ad Khan, that's it, Rebbe? Not more? We should fear God only as much as we fear people? Amar Lahem Ulavad, if only. Tedu, Kisha Adam over Avera, Omer, Shalom, Yerani Adam. The definition of a Yerushalayim, according to Rabbi Yochanan Metzakai, according to Rava, and according to the beginning of this Medrash, is a person whose private behavior, when nobody is looking, corresponds to his or her external piety. But the last line in the Medrash complicates things. Because it is the connection fundamentally to this week's parsha, the Eilah HaMishpatim. Mishpatim fundamentally is about civil law, which creates a civil society. And the Navi says, Tzion b'mishpat, e'la mishpatim t'ipadar b'shavar b'tzdakah. That's not about individuals. It's about the construction of a society. A society which is constructed with mishpat and tzedakah. This means that for society to exist, it has to have laws that are just and laws that are enforced. This is particularly interesting in this context, the first half, laws that are just, because so much of Parashas Mishpatim, so much of Dine Mamanos is subject to modification with the consent of the parties involved. In fact, Rabbi Meir Shita, that Masneh on Dabar HaKasar B'Torah, even with Dabar Shebelamon, to know is Batel. But even Rabbi Meir agrees in our Parsha, in the Parsha of Shomrim, Rabbi Meir agrees that Masneh Shomer Sohar Leos Pater Mishvua, Pater Deva Veda, Shomer Chinam Kibi Masneh Kibi Pater from taking a Shvua. So it's subject to modification, so much of these laws. And yet, for a society to be proper, it has to have just laws. So what does our parsha tell us about those just laws? So one thing that we can do is we can look at those aspects of parsha's mishpatim, of chosha mishpat, that are not malleable, that are not modifiable by the agreements of the parties. Those things that relate to property, to dine mamanos, but you can't, just because you and I both agree to do things differently, it doesn't work. We can also try to look at some of the general themes of the defaults of Parshish Bishpatim. In other words, Shomrim can make whatever arrangements they wish to make when the Shomer accepts something to watch. He can accept to be chayv on things the Torah exempts him from. He can accept to be demand that he be potter on things that the Torah would be of him. But nonetheless, the default pattern that the Torah lays out may also convey certain values. With regards to what is immutable, so there are three particular areas of halacha that are not subject to the agreement of the parties fundamentally. Number one is the prohibition of ribis, of taking interest. Number two 
is the return of fields in Yoha. And number three, a little more complicated, is Shemitah's Ksafim. It shouldn't be modifiable in theory, except that we know the Takan of Hillel. The common denominator of these three things is that they are aimed at keeping the wealth gap in society small. These mitzvahs prevent the impoverishment of the many and the enrichment of the few. Even when people make bad decisions and they have to sell their field, as Chazal described, Avera Gorera Savera in Tarshish Bahar, Im when the Jubilee year comes, the Torah presses the reset button. You think about the opening parsha, the opening section of our Sedra is about Eved Ivri. How did the Eved Ivri become an Eved Ivri? Well, in one path, he was a Ganav. In the other path, Chazal traced in Parshas Bahar, he made one mistake after the other. Avera Goreras Avera. And he wound up in this situation. What do you do with an evidentiary? Well, you take him in. You train him. You're Kona and Adon for yourself, as Chazal say. When you have an evidentiary, you have to be Machshim more than yourself. And come the end of the six years, you're Ma'anikim, you give him a lot of gifts, and you send him on his way to earn a rightful place in society. It means you give people a second chance because people make mistakes. The Parsha of Shomrim, even though the details are subject to modification, convey one very clear message. That risks and rewards at an economic transaction are supposed to be correlated. The pattern is that the more benefits you get, either because you get to use the object or because you get paid for watching it, means that you have more responsibility, you have more liability, and you are taking upon yourself greater risk. A Shomer Hinam, on the other hand, who gets nothing out of it, he can't use it, and gets paid nothing for doing it, he undertakes the least risk. It cannot be a heads-I-win-a-tell-you-lose system. A system in which those who take the risks and reap the benefits are allowed to avoid the losses. That is not capitalism. That is downright immoral. Another feature of Parshas Mishpatim and Bini Mamanos is the protection of the vulnerable. You're not allowed to be ma'ana anybody. But why does the Torah single out Yasom and Almana and elsewhere the Ger? Because those are the people in society who are most likely to be vulnerable, to be picked upon, to be oppressed, to be cheated. The marker of a society that is just with just laws because sometimes it's a failure to implement justice, but sometimes it's a corruption of the laws, is how it protects the vulnerable. That is, from a Torah's vantage point, the responsibility of a justice system and the responsibility of a government and the responsibility of the melech is to be done din aniva evyom. Is to make sure that the vulnerable are protected, both in the laws that it passes and in enforcing those laws so that there is justice even for the most vulnerable. Rabbi Yochanan, the Gemara in Megillah, quotes this famous statement, where you find a Kaddish Baruch who's 
his might, you find his humility. In most societies, the mighty oppress the poor. But a Kaddish Baruch Hu, it's not so. Dabar zeh kasev v'torah v'shani b'nevi'im v'shulash b'ksuvim. Kasev v'torah ki Hashem elokeichem hu elokei ha'elokim v'adorei ha'adanim. He is the most mighty. Uchsiv basrei oseh mishpat yasom v'almana v'ohid ger loses lolecha nesimua. A society is judged not only by the laws, enforcement of its laws, but even by the laws that it passes. There are some people in our community who like to point the finger at Haredim, that somehow they're not so machbid on Dine Mamanos, that every, for every Mishnah Brewer Chumrah that they have, when it comes to Dine Mamanos and business, somehow Choshe Mishpah disappears. I don't know whether that's true or not, or any more true than in the modern Orthodox community and in the other community. But as I've said on many occasions, I prefer not to check other people's statistics. I prefer to check our own. And whether or not that is true for them or for us, what is certainly true is that there are many people in our community who have a very, even if they observe Hoshan Mishpah technically, have a very narrow view of what is Hoshan Mishpah. Just because something is legal doesn't mean it's ethical and doesn't mean it should be legal. Just because the powerful often get to write the rules doesn't mean that it's a just system because the laws are written on the books. If we wish to be a truly God-fearing society, which our Medrash defines as the Eila HaMishpatim Asher Tasimufayhem, Siyom B'Mishpati Padav L'Shavah B'Tzvakah, then the values of Torah have to impact how we construct our community economically. From the jobs we engage in to the way we find our communal institutions. I have noticed a lot of writing about technical interface of modern economics and halacha. Whether it relates to interest, whether it relates to intellectual property, a lot of ink has been spelled how economic institutions that exist in our system of Western capitalism compare to halacha. Perhaps I'm missing it, and I'm just not aware of it, but I don't hear so much about Yerushalayim. Not what the laws are, but rather, according to the Torah, what should the laws be? In the context, in contexts in which we have the right to construct our laws, what are they supposed to look like? What is our system of economics supposed to look like? That I don't hear so much about. Technical stuff, very interesting. But the lesson of our Medrash is that if you wish to have Yerushalayim, that can only take place in a just society. And if you wish to have Torah and anything associated with Torah, if you don't have Yerushalayim, if you don't have the Otsar in which to put it, if you don't have the society in which it is being enveloped, then you don't have any Torah. Shabbos.